What's going on, Juvie listeners? We're back here with another Juvie Saturday. And before Josh tells you who we're talking with today, you guys know we're in a race with subscribers with yep. the National Cricket League. We sure so are. So go subscribe if you guys are watching on YouTube. If that subscribe button's still red, just tap it for us real quick. If you guys are new around here, the number one way to support us on any audio platforms is hitting the three lines and the download buttons, how you can help us compete with these big companies. Sure is. And we have to beat the NCL to 10,000 subscribers. That's the goal. All right. Who are we talking with today? Today, we are talking with teenage singer and songwriter Ava Mabry. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you guys? We're doing, doing great. Amazing. It's a good Saturday. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, yeah, we're so excited to have you. Okay, so quick backstory. We recorded with Ava's friends, Brock and Boston, a few months ago. Yep. And we're like, hey, guys, we know you guys are connected with a bunch of teenage influencers and teenagers doing awesome stuff in general. And we're like, if you guys want to send us a list of people yeah. that you think would be good guests, shoot that to us. And Ava was the number one one on the list. And so we, we reached out, and now oh. we're here and recording. Yeah. That's so cool. I didn't know that. That's so nice. Yeah, how did Boston are the boys. How did you um, become connected with Brock and Boston? Um, okay, so my brother actually has a podcast, my older brother, oh, sick. and he interviewed them a couple years ago. Oh, cool. And then, um, and then we moved to Nashville. So we lived in Utah before Nashville, just for a couple oh, okay. years before that. I was Arizona and Texas, a little bit of everywhere. But my brother interviewed Brock and Boston, and then we moved to Nashville, and then they moved to Nashville, and we kind of like all reconnected. Now they're nice. some of our best friends. I actually, I remember them mentioning that they had, because we're like, hey, have you guys ever done a podcast? And like, we've done one in the past. And I'm like, yeah. I wonder who that was. Now we know. It was Ava's brother. Yeah. That's sick. <laughs> That's super dope. Um, and obviously, we checked out all your socials. You're a super talented musician. Do you want to get a backstory on how you got into music in the first place? Yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, okay, so I started singing when I was like, Three. I really don't remember like when I started, but I just know that like some of my first memories are me singing. So my dad plays guitar, and so it kind of became our thing to where he would play, and I would just sit on his lap and sing with him. Oh. And um, and so like that's how I started singing. And then when I turned eight, I joined a gospel choir nice. because I told my parents I was like, this is really what I want to do. Um, I just want to become like super serious with music. And so they're like, okay, we'll put you in a choir. And they got me some coaches. And that's really when I started to sing. Yeah. Um, but like my love for singing started when I was super, super little. That's nice. Sick. So I know a lot of um, singers will start writing songs when they're like super, super young. Was that the same for you? Like, did you start writing songs super young? No, I actually started writing songs about three years ago. Okay. So I'm 15. So like when I was like 12, I started writing music. Um, and it actually didn't come like that easy for me because me and my dad co-write all of our songs. I'm oh, starting to write on my own more now, but like when I first started, it was really hard for me. Like I thought it was going to be easy. And then I sat down and I'd write songs and I was like, this is trash. Like, yeah. I don't know what I'm trying to write here. <laughs> and, um, and then I released my first, my first single when, when I was 12, right before I moved here. Oh wow! And that's called the same, the same old prayer. And it, it's kind of just like a song that's directly from my journal and um and we wrote it like a month before i moved and then we recorded it like three days before and uh yeah so i didn't start writing when i was super little but i i started singing when i was little nice yeah we have some i i grew up in los angeles and you know in los angeles there's everyone doing everything and so i had friends that you know were like were musicians or they were like rapping as a kid and like all of them now when they look back they're like why you know why did i ever think this was yeah. a good song so you know maybe it's good that you waited and now like you won't have to look back <laughs> on it you know 
No, literally, I'm still, I'm still trying to get the hang of it. But um, yeah, my first song ever, I just, I came to my parents and I was like, I'm, this is what I'm feeling right now. And I, I like read them a little part of my journal. And then my dad that night went and wrote something. And then the next morning he was like, do you like this? And I was like, yeah, I love that. And so we, we, we kind of rewrote the song together and like added in some lines and took out some lines and made a melody. And, um, and that's my song, the same, same old prayer. And like some of the words in it are so like just directly from my journal. Like the second verse is, I'm scared to leave here. I like my room and I love my friends. The oh. U-Haul's in my drive right now. <laughs> I'm just scared that I'll crash and burn. And that's just like direct quote. Yeah. And so that's kind of like my experience with, with writing music. Yeah. So was your dad in like a band or was he, has he been doing music for a while or does he just play guitar on the side? So when he was in high school, he was like in a high school band. And so he learned how to play the guitar and then... When I was like, he always says, like, when I was born, him and my mom were like, we want her to be a singer. So he just started playing with me when I was little. And and I feel like I just like grew up always thinking like, oh, I'm going to be a singer. And that's yeah. just like what I wanted to do since I was born. And so he just would play and I just sing. And we still do that. That's kind of what I do on my Instagram. And yeah, yeah. And it's, it's awesome. That's so cool. I think, honestly, like, you were just talking about, like, you know, that first song was about you moving around a lot. And me and Josh have both had that. Not, like, yeah. as many times as you, but Josh moved from another country, and I moved from Northern Cal- I mean, from Southern California to Northern California. Oh, wow. And I think, I think it's always cool when musicians, like, when they're writing from something that, like, actually happened in their life. And I think it just, like, always yeah. means so much more. What do you feel like moving around? Like, do you feel like you learned stuff from moving around as a kid? Totally, totally. I was... I was born in Arizona and then um, and then I moved to Texas and then Utah and now Nashville. And I think Utah, Utah to Nashville was definitely like the move that I learned the most from. Yeah. Because that was kind of like my musician move. And then um, but I was actually thinking about this question. And when I think back, like every move has like a song attached to it. Oh, wow. And I just feel like music has always been something that has been right there through like all the moves, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and I think that that's also like a big connection with music for me is that it's just always been like a very big constant, just always there, um, like a friend. Yeah. Yeah. So would you say that when you moved from Utah to Nashville, that's kind of when you realized that music could become a career for you? Yeah, I think I think that's when I realized that's kind of when I started like my Instagram and and three days before is when I actually I lived here for like a month when I released my first song. And um, and yeah, and. Even if like it doesn't turn out the way that I want it to, it's just been like the best. Like I've just loved all of it. It's just yeah. been such a great like learning experience for me. Yeah, that's really great. What's your favorite part about the music process? Um, I think the writing is super fun. It's starting to get fun. At first it was really hard for me like expressing my feelings through a song, but um my favorite part now is definitely the studio. I love going in and I love yeah. like singing the song and um and I love like preparing to go into the studio where where I work it out with my voice teacher and I like break down the words and and what they really really mean to me and then going into the studio just with so much emotion and getting to like lay it all down on a track and I think that that's like my favorite favorite part yeah for sure so how many songs do you have out right now I have I think six out right now I just released two but um I have a couple coming out soon, which I'm nice. really excited about. But yeah, I think I have six out right now. That's which one of those? Like, <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, which one of those means the most to you? Um, I feel like every like stage of my life, a different song I kind of connect to more. Right now, the song that um, 
that means a lot to me is beautiful. I just came out with it about a month ago. And, um, and I was like, it was the first song that I've ever been like super, super nervous to release because yeah. I feel like it's a very like vulnerable song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a very, like very personal song. And so it's just one of those where I was just like terrified to release it. And then once I did, it just felt so good. And I got like DMS of, of girls who were like, Oh, I totally like relate to this song. And that felt so good. So right now, that's the one that I connect to the most. But I think that This Ain't the Same Old Prayer, my first song, will always be like that one song that yeah. I just like have a bigger love for than any other song. Yeah, yeah that will always be the most special one, I'm sure. Yeah, totally. Okay, yeah. we are friends with a lot of musicians. And I feel like something that a lot of them run into is the roadblock of just getting their music out there for the first time. Because like, I mean, I don't totally yeah. understand the music world, but I know there's a lot that goes into it more than just writing a song and putting it out on platforms. Did you ever run mm -hmm. into that roadblock before like just releasing your first ever thing? Um, You know, I'm actually like super blessed to have like my parents who are really good at like the marketing side of things. Yeah. My dad um, worked in marketing for a while. So he's just really good at like getting things out smoothly. Mm -hmm. um, but like roadblocks, I mean, I've had some mentally like with beautiful, like yeah. I didn't want to release it. And, um, and it was already recorded. Like I recorded it a year ago. And so it's been done for a long time. And, um, and just because it was like so personal, that was like a mental roadblock where I was like, okay, maybe like other um, girls can relate yeah. to this song and maybe that's why I need to put it out. But it took like a lot of prayer and a lot of like trust for me to like put it out there. Um, yeah. and like the funny thing is I didn't even listen to beautiful all the way through until it came out because I oh, was wow. so like, really almost like a little bit embarrassed. Like I listened to it like a year before, like when it was done getting recorded and I was like, yeah, I love it, but I don't think it's one that I want to share. Yeah. Um, and then I did. And now it's like doing better than any of my other songs. Oh, that's really and it's just kind of funny how like, crazy that that turned yeah um so yeah like mental roadblocks especially with that song but um with like technical things yeah we didn't run into a lot which That's is like really such great. a big blessing because yeah, i know a lot totally. of people that have definitely so at what point in your career did you start like um kind of exploding on social media like when did you start gaining a following um <laughs> i I started well, I started posting like two years ago and I would just do like little songs here and there and then like a pictures. My dad's a photographer, so mm. that was super helpful. He'd just go get pictures of me and then yeah. we'd post them and stuff. But I remember like the first time that I got like a thousand followers. Like I've like it screenshotted on my phone every time like, oh, I yeah. jump. I'm like so excited. But um it was when one of our friends came over and she's an influencer and she posted about me on her feed. I sang a song for her and she posted the video. And I remember that night I got like 500 followers and I just Damn. remember like crying. I was so excited. <laughs> and, um, but now I feel like it's just like, it's a really cool blessing to like have so many friends on social media that yeah. are so nice to me. Like people are so, so nice to me on there. And, um, and so I just, I kind of think of them more as friends, but I remember like the first time I hit a thousand and that was like the biggest thing ever for yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. No, we've totally run into that. For we, sure. We've been doing this for about a year now and just like the people we've met, yeah. like when you really get in connection with the right people that actually believe in what you're doing, it's crazy. The connections mm -hmm. that open up, like 
I mean, like Brock totally. and Boston, there was no reason for them to come on the podcast and yeah. help us out, you know, and spread their audience with us. But they did because they believed in what we were doing. Yeah. And, it's, and now we consider them friends. Right. And it's so it's so helpful um, when like you I, I think there's such there's two sides of social media, really. I think there is definitely the toxic side, but I think you actually have to put yourself yeah. in that pool to really yeah. get in contact with those people. But then there's there's the flip side that, you know, I feel like people don't talk about it as much that there actually is so many good sides of social media. Definitely. Meeting people. They're mm-hmm. supportive people. And I feel like we're also so blessed to be you know in that circle yeah for sure because our um our community especially on instagram it's not the largest right now but every Mm -hmm. follower we have is like so dedicated yeah and they're so lovely and like everybody and just like yeah yeah like that's so cool yeah because we there's obviously more like hate and toxiness on tiktok because there's more people um but that's why we love instagram so much because it's just a community like everyone everyone's great yeah everyone everyone is so nice like I've only like gotten hate like a few times and, and it's like, it's actually such a blessing. Like people are just so kind, like DMs and comments and yeah, it's amazing how nice people can be. I definitely love social media more than I dislike it, but also like there are times when I need a little break. Oh yeah, for sure. What's like the biggest lesson you've learned from music? Oh my gosh. That is like such a loaded question. (laughs) I think um i'm i'm a christian artist so i like not all my songs are christian but um i definitely try to like have the spirit in all my songs and so i think that the biggest blessing has been to share my testimony through my voice yeah yeah um and that's like i've really grown as a person being able to sing about my love for god yeah and um and that's been like a really big big blessing yeah that's great no we're, we're christian as well and i think it's so cool to see young artists in the space that can make an impact and like someone could probably go listen to your music be impacted but they don't know yeah. they don't know what it's really about or like because they're not religious yeah. and i think that's i think that's super cool definitely yeah it's, it's really cool i feel like i've always expressed myself better when singing like whether it's like a song that i wrote or somebody else's song and so um i feel like i learned a lot of things mm-hmm. through singing like i learned how much I really, really love God yeah. while singing. Yeah. Really so great. do you think, because I know a lot of people um, can struggle with trying to be a Christian artist in mainstream media. Do you think that is like, is that a struggle for you or do you think it will be in the future? Um, not right now. I kind of just put out what what I'm feeling, you know, like my, my next couple songs that are coming out, um, they aren't, they're more country, yeah, but cool. I just feel like, I'm kind of taking like the Tori Kelly route, like mm-hmm. pose, like um, sing about like positive things, and I just never want to like bring people down. But I haven't really like run into any trouble with being a Christian artist. I think it's just because of who I am. Yeah. Like I just, I just like to sing about what makes me, me. So if like people don't like that, I guess I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah, you know? totally, totally. I love that okay. you, you're not <laughs> willing to change I, like who you are, depending on what other people are saying about it. Yeah. Yeah, and I hope that I can like help people with their testimony or like whatever, even yeah. just with anything. Like even if I'm not singing about that, I just hope that I can like always be like uh, a singer that they can go to to feel like comfort. That's like my totally. biggest goal to be just to have my music be a place that people can go and like feel good. Yeah, just feel good music. So yeah, I haven't really run into any problems, but well, I guess good. I don't really like 
let people give me a problem about it. Yeah, that's super great. Okay, so being a teenager in the music space, I'm sure that comes with upsides and downsides. What do you feel like are some advantages you have of being a teenager? Um, I think that the biggest advantage is just being like young and having like a lot of time to do what I want to do. And, um, and yeah, I just, I love like being a teenager music. It's super fun. I think a disadvantage, this isn't like probably a common one. I can't drive yet. I I need to get my permit. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and so like I have to get like ride to like shows and like all, all that stuff. So that's a disadvantage, but I, <laughs> I mean, I don't really know like a disadvantage yeah. to being totally like, Cause, I guess, cause I only know the advantages, but, yeah. um, cause you were 15. So yeah. I'm assuming you're still in school. Yeah. So I'm actually doing, um, so I stopped in high school and I'm going to get my GED next year. And right now oh, nice. I'm taking classes at Berkeley, um, college of music. Oh, oh wow. And I just do them all online. So that's what I've been doing the past couple of months. Nice. So when I turn 18, I'll get my GED. But right as of right now, I'm just getting college credits through Berkeley. That's very cool. That's what I'm doing. I'm just doing it for. So I did public high school. Oh, really? And then I switched to online. It's not totally like that because I'm still taking some high school classes. But I'm doing like the, what's it called? Dual, dual credit or something like that. Anyways, I'm doing oh, cool. like high school level. No, they're not high school level. I'm doing college classes and I'm getting like double the high school credit. So it's like yeah. similar. So I'm graduating. Oh, that's awesome. I don't know if it's my GED, but I'm graduating like one year early. So. I'm a sophomore technically, but I'm graduating next year. Yeah. Honestly, I'm a, I'm a sophomore too. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, That's awesome. I feel like it doesn't work for everyone, but if you're like going after something full Dude, time, online is, homeschool or online is so the move. Yeah. Like I, I did all of my, all of my high school online or not online, but I did it like through homeschool, not in public school. And I graduated almost two years early. Like, okay, that's so cool. Yeah. It's if, if you're, okay. if you're out there and you don't enjoy public school and you want to be done quicker. Do online school and, and do college classes. And if you want to convince That's your parents, if you want to convince your parents why it's a good idea, just show them the podcast. Yeah. And hopefully that convinces them. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I feel like um, doing homeschool and like online definitely has its advantages mm-hmm. and For disadvantages. Sure. Yeah. Like I, I've noticed that I'm definitely not as social as I was at school. Yeah. yeah. But um, but I'm learning a lot about music, which has been like the best thing for me. Yeah. Um. So I think that like having to balance like friend life and totally. online life, yeah. like that's been kind of a struggle. But that's yeah. why I I was I was blessed to be able to convince all of my friends, like right after middle school ended, to do it with me. So we had a whole group of us who would do homeschool together, which yeah, that's, that that that's made great. it that is made it great. So fun. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel like there, it's definitely you definitely have to be self motivated or it doesn't work. Yeah, because like if you yeah, mm-hmm. that's like that would be my one piece of advice. If you know you're not self motivated, maybe it's not the route for you. But yeah, it definitely. I think a lot of stuff like comes with balance. But yeah, you got to yeah, you also have to be able to balance it for sure. Balance it. For yeah, sure. it is tricky. Like just being upstairs, I'm like I could literally stop doing school right now. And like, <laughs> yeah. Totally. That was or like my phone sitting right there. I'm like, maybe I want to sit on Instagram for <laughs> yeah, an hour. Totally. But like, no, that was me. That, that was multiple times crazy. when, um, because we would have meetings with a teacher every like two weeks. Yeah. There was multiple times when sometimes if it would be pushed back till the end of the month, I wouldn't do any school until the last two days <laughs> hey, of Josh, the month. Josh, we're trying to convince their no. parents to let them do this. Oh, this is just me. This is just me. Okay. You shouldn't do this. But <laughs> this then is I, a personal thing. I right, did. Right. I think I did like. 14 hours total oh of school gosh. in like two days i'd got a whole month done that's amazing okay but like at least you were self-motivated to you know just get it done yeah yeah i didn't want to fail okay all right let's get back on track. I... Yeah, yeah 
I'm definitely a procrastinator. Like my, yeah. Yeah. so my Berkeley um, online classes are 12 week courses and I'm on week 12 starting today, but I'm really on week 10. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I, I procrastinate and it's really hard. So I'm like, Totally. On top of it being hard, like it takes me like an hour to finish like an assignment. I'm like, oh, wow. okay, uh, you know, I, I definitely have to work probably through the night tonight yeah. to get it done. Okay, so, yeah. what do the assignments look like in music school? Like, I've I've never really asked anyone about that. Um, so I'm taking three different classes. I'm taking an acoustic guitar class, a music theory class, and a music therapy class. Cool. Okay. So they're all kind of different. Music therapy is like build a playlist for this mood, and that's been a really oh, that's fun sick. class. Like, yeah. That's teaching so cool. you how to like um, manage your stress and like your physical and emotional pain through music. So that class has been the easiest, but also like very um, good. Like it's yeah. been very good for me to like have that break where I can like mentally just like listen to music for class, yeah. you know, um, guitar. I accidentally took a class that is three levels higher than the level that <laughs> oh, I am. Oh, no. <laughs> so I'm a beginner and I accidentally signed up for a level three so I'm learning all classical music right now. Oh, wow. And that is like... It's like way harder. <laughs> that's been tricky. <laughs> um, just that's been pretty rough. So assignments like that are just record yourself playing this like two-page sheet music. Yeah. Of yeah. This really hard song. So I'm pretty behind in that one just because it takes me about three weeks to like finish one really hard piece. Oh, wow. That's but And crazy. then in my theory class, it's... Um, it's all like keyboarding and um, writing out sheet music. Gotcha. Nice. I'm doing. All kind of I'm doing history of rock right now. It's like my. Um, it's like my. Just laughing because I'm taking that next semester. Oh, rock history. Well, good luck. <laughs> no, it, it's probably <laughs> honest. It's probably honestly gonna be so easy for you. Yeah. Um, for me, oh, I just no. it like this is my personality. If I love something, I'm so motivated to get yeah. it done. If I don't enjoy it, it's like same. It's terrible. Like yeah. I, it might then my yeah. procrastination kicks in. Anyways, yeah, I'm doing history of rock and yeah. I'm I'm doing fine. I have like an 80 in the class. The teacher, he's one oh. of those teachers. The only reason it's interesting is like you really know he loves what he does. Like he loves yeah. teaching history of yeah. rock, and so it's sweet. He's really he nice. he. That's I've awesome. seen some clips. He sometimes teaches a whole lesson through a song. Oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He'll like sing like. It's like to the next level. He'll sing so like cool. The, not a song. He'll like sing through his whole lesson. It's oh man, my gosh! It keeps that is so cool. cool. I I hope that my professor does that. <laughs> I'm sure your professor will be way cooler than yeah. this guy. Okay, for a final oh, final few questions for you. What keeps you motivated to continue to make music and release music? Um. Okay, I think that what keeps me motivated is it's just like a very like peaceful place for me like music is just a a place that i can go and just be completely myself totally and i just like i crave and i love that feeling of just like oh i know that i'm i'm just being me when i'm doing music yeah um and i feel like sometimes it's hard to like portray yourself when you're just talking or having a conversation but like with music i can i can like express anything that i'm feeling in the way that i'm singing or the words that i'm singing so like if i'm if i'm sad i can like kind of shake my voice a little bit and yeah and go soft or like if I'm mad, I can go really loud and like raspy and angry. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I just think that like what keeps me motivated is just that feeling of like, oh, this is just so connected to exactly how I'm feeling. And yeah. I just like love that feeling. Totally. That's Definitely. Really cool. Yeah. Well, we're going to come to wrap up this episode with our final question. You know it. Knight knows it. Everyone at home knows it. What do you think the most misunderstood thing about teenagers is? 
That is such a hard question. I feel like <laughs> I've been super blessed to be around adults that really understand me and that like yeah. really get get me. Um, but I think that maybe the most misunderstood thing that like teenagers misunderstand is maybe that like other teenagers are judging them. Mm. Like for me, well, she just I'll be like singing or I'll be performing and a teenager will walk in and I'm like, I like get 10 times more nervous than I would be if a group of adults walked in. Wow. Like, I think that sometimes I think that teenagers are judging me when I'm really, I'm just like putting extra judgment on myself. Like, yeah. Oh, I sound really bad. Or like, I'll like really like not focus on as much of the song and I'll focus on how I look because teenagers are there. And right. I think that sometimes like I misunderstand that, um, that everyone's just trying to do their best. Yeah. And like, just as a teenager, I feel like I misunderstand other teenagers. Like we kind of misunderstand, yeah, misunderstand totally. ourselves. You're the first in person in 50 plus episodes to ever look at it from the teenager's perspective. Yeah, that was a good answer. we never actually had that. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So good answer. <laughs> Killed it. Okay. Everyone, if you're watching this, you've made it to the end of this. The first link in the description, all the links will be linked straight to Ava's music and yep. her social medias. How can they support you on audio platforms? Thank you. Um, just talk to me. I, I try to respond to all my DMs. So if you guys like reach out, just say, Hey, or listen to my music. That would be so helpful. Yeah. You can listen to it under Ava live Mabry, um, okay, on any platform, YouTube, Apple, Spotify. Great. That's yeah. all going to be, that's all going to be linked. Yeah. Go Thank stream you. the music. Go stream it. Thank you Ava Thank so much you. for coming on. You killed, you killed it. Yeah. As a guest. Thank you. This was so cool. I'm so honored to be on your guys' podcast. Thank yeah, you. thank that you for coming out. A lot. Josh, what, so, can they, what can they do? What can they everyone do at do? home, to support Juvie, you can like the video right now. You can also subscribe. Why? You can leave Hold a on. comment. Why should they subscribe? You should subscribe because we're trying to beat the NCL, the National Cricket League, to 10,000 subscribers. So please help us. And if you guys are listening, what are you guys at right now? Uh, we just passed 5,100. Yeah, 51. We're halfway. They're at 7,000. Nice. They're at 7,000, though. So. Uh, they're they're, okay, they're yeah. ahead of us. I'll, I'll definitely pump it too. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And if you guys are listening on any audio platforms, download it. We're yep. going on the charts. Nickelodeon. We got to beat them. Yes. We got to pass them up real fast. Thank you guys for tuning in for another Jewy Saturday. That's a wrap. That's a wrap.